and even beloved. God says in his word, Proverbs 29 and 18, where there is no vision, the people perish. Reminds me of a song that Diana Ross used to sing. In her song, she sang and asked, do you know where you're going to? Do you like the things that life is showing you? Where are you going to? Do you know? You know, brothers and sisters, that could be a song about life. Because in this life, we all need to sing that song. We need to ask this question. What is your purpose? Let me ask you a serious question. What will you be doing tomorrow evening at around this time? What was that? You said, listen, the answer is you do not know. I don't know. She doesn't know. He doesn't know. The only person that knows is the almighty God. He's the only one. So anybody who is selfish or proud enough to think that they can predict what they're going to be doing tomorrow, let me tell you something that's wrong. So let me ask you this next question. What plans are dreams are you holding on to saying, I will get it done tomorrow? I would like to do it, but, well, listen, that word, but, you know, we could put it on tombstones because there's so many deferred dreams in this world that were stopped because people chose to use that word, but, instead of choosing to use the word, I will, and I will get it done. Think about it. Let me ask you this question. This is some serious stuff. I'm not joking around. You know why? Because there are very few people in the world who get up every single day and they know what their purpose is. And let me tell you something. Those people, that 20%, they are the ones running the rest of the 80% of the world because they know what their goal is. They know the focus. And what ends up happening is, as I mentioned in the scripture, without the vision, the people perish or maybe yet, Without the vision, your dreams perish. Think about this question for a second. I got your attention. What exactly would you do if you knew that you couldn't fail? What dream have you deferred that you would act on right away if you knew that you couldn't fail? Some people would say, well, I want to be a millionaire, so I guess I would work hard and get that done. Well, what's stopping you right now? Some people would say, I would want to win the lottery because I do X and Y and Z. Well, you can do X and you can do Y and you can do Z. Uh, want me to prove it to you? For example, if you said I would win the lottery and pay off all my bills, well, you can start paying your bills right now. Maybe not pay off the whole thing, but over time with consistent effort, your bills will be paid. You'd say I'd take trips around the world. Well, listen, you can start with taking a trip right outside and discover the world in front of you because I guarantee you there is somebody in this world who you can help, and in doing so, help yourself. And some people say, I would never have to worry about money again. Well, let me tell you something. If you act on your goals with purpose and figure out your purpose, you won't have to worry about money again because the money will come and will find you. Now, I'm not saying you'll be rich overnight, but let me tell you something. If you focus and act on your goals with vigor and pursuit, you will be blessed and the money will find you. The Bible says in Hebrews, and it is appointed unto men once to die. That's Hebrews 9 and 27. Guess what though? Let me read it again to you. It is appointed unto men once to die. You know that, I know that, we all know that. 
But the thing that this doesn't tell us, you notice, is when. So you know it's coming. So let me ask you this question. If you know something like death is coming, how are you preparing for it? Well, I know it's coming, so I'm gonna just do what I have to do. Well, let me tell you something, that's not good enough. You know why? Because we're all here for a purpose. Maybe, let me frame it another way. Think of life like a chess tournament. So we're all born, right? So let's say on the day that you're born, you're told two things. You're told, listen, at some point in your life, you're gonna have to play a chess game. And in that chess game, if you do not win it, you are going to die. We will take you off this earth and you will never be heard of again. You'll die. If you win that chess game, you get to not only live, but you get to live as long as you want, all right? And the other thing that you can do is you can teach other people how to play this game with your newfound knowledge. The other thing is you will get everything that you need. Wealth beyond your imagination, all of your needs met. If you can just win that chess game. The only thing is you don't know when you're gonna play the game and you're not told who you're going to play the game against. Well, let's look at the scenarios. Let's say I played the game and I played it against somebody who's just learning how to play chess the day before. Not very good. I have a pretty good chance of surviving that, don't I? And then let's look at the other scenario where you play the game, but you play it against a grandmaster of chess who's never lost. If I never practiced, how do you think I would do? Well, let me tell you something. If this was the case and we all knew that we were going to go, if we lost that chess game, how many chess experts do you think there would be in the world? How many people not wanting to die would spend every breathing day of their life learning about chess, studying the moves, downloading all the information, following the masters. You get what I'm saying here? You would become master at chess and you'd always practice and prep your game every day moving towards that goal, wanting to be undefeated, wanting to be unbeatable because you knew the consequences of losing that game literally could cost you your life. So let me tell you something. Why is it that we don't fulfill our goals in life with the same vigor that we would with a chess match in which life is dependent on. And I've already asked you this question. Let me ask it to you another way. How would you approach life if you knew that you only had 21 days left to live? What would you do during that time? Who would you talk to? Did you think about your legacy? If you've got children or a family, how would you approach them? What would you want to leave? What would you want to make sure is here for them? from now and beyond. And let me ask you this question. If you say I would do all these things, but I wouldn't have time to do it, but I would try my best to do it. Let me say this to you. How do you know that is not your future? Do you know you're going to be here three days from now, 21 days from now, a year from now? You don't. None of us do. So the time to build your future is today because the only thing that's promised to us is the present. But you say, there's just too much to do. I can't do it. You know, I, I, I want to do these things, but it would take years to do it. I need to do it fast. I need to lose weight tomorrow. Well, listen, man, if you're overweight and significantly overweight, you probably didn't get that way overnight. So work hard to see if you can correct it now. That would be my approach to it. And listen, don't be dismayed by the work. The Bible says that God is happy to see the work begin. Every fire starts with a spark. 
every skyscraper one brick or one core of cement, and every amazing individual who's accomplished anything started with a dream which eventually became reality. It is said that if you cannot summarize a concept in three sentences or less, then you do not truly understand it. I believe this. So let me ask you this question. Summarize this concept. What is your goal or your purpose in life? What were you put here to do? What is your purpose? Let me ask you this. Why are you breathing and taking up space in this world? You say, oh, I don't know. Well, that's not good enough. You only get that answer when you're born and until you realize that you are a living, breathing human that can contribute to what we have here. And your goal and your focus should be that you need to do all you can to figure out why you're here and to work diligently towards that goal until you accomplish it. But in order to do that, you got to put in the work. You see, many of us want to achieve things, but we don't want to put in the work. And the Bible talks about this. God says in his word, you shall reap what you sow. It actually says, God is not mocked. You shall reap what you sow. And let me tell you something, everything that God says is true. But this one sticks out because if you do not put in the time, you are not going to obtain the fruit. You might, you might get what we call lucky, but that luck doesn't happen all the time. And let me tell you something about luck. One of the things I've learned in my life about luck is that the harder you work, the more of it you seem to have. You feel me? <laughs> you can create your own luck by being prepared and working so that when an opportunity presents itself, you're in the greatest position to take advantage of it. And what God is saying is that what you put in is what you get out. And the currency of what you put in is hard work and consistency. Hard work and consistency will help you to obtain those things that you're working towards. In Proverbs 11 and 23, it says, in all tone there is profit, but mere talk leads only to poverty. Well, I'm talking to you right now, but let me tell you something. If I don't act on what I'm telling you and you don't act on what I'm telling you, then it's just that, it's talk. And talk doesn't achieve anything. Talk just makes our ears tickle, it excites our brain, maybe it can create some visuals. You got to put action behind your talk in order to accomplish something. Action with talk is amazing. And in the Bible, God talks about this. He says, faith without works is dead. He says that through James. And so consistency is the other thing. Because when you start to work towards that goal, you're going to need struggles. You're not going to want to grind every day or put in your time. You're gonna to wanna to stay in the bed or you're gonna say, you know what, I can put that off until tomorrow. I don't have to do it. But once you define your purpose and you know why you're here, you have to pursue it with vigor. Consistency with action can change the world. It will enable you to accomplish anything. If you do it long enough and hard enough, you can accomplish it. I tell you this because I've experienced it. And you ask anybody, anyone who's accomplished anything, any work and they will tell you the same thing. You will say, where is the vision? That's the first thing, that's the goal setting. And the second thing is consistency. And the reason why consistency and hard work comes together because we reap what we sown. God says, 
Galatians 6 and 9, and let us not grow weary of doing good, for in due season we will reap if we do not give up. So let me tell you something, brothers and sisters, do not give up. Push yourself, understand, and get that vision. The vision is very important because if you don't get the vision and you don't push forward, you're not gonna be able to realize the dream. The vision is so important that God tells us to get the vision and to write it down. He tells us to write it down and make it plain so that it can be seen. And that when we are able to understand and articulate it, not only will we see it, but everyone else will see it when we put the appropriate action behind it. And as you work towards your goal, one of the things I wanna encourage you to do is always humbly thank God. Thank him at the beginning of the task, at the middle of the task, and thank him when you reach your goal. And Deuteronomy 8.17 says, you may say in your heart, the power and strength of my hand has made this wealth for me. But verse 18 comes around and says, but remember that it is the Lord your God who gives you the power to gain wealth. And you might say, no, it's not God, it's me. Well, you can think whatever you want, but I can tell you, I've studied these principles all my life. And I tell you this, it is God who blesses you. It is God who creates the circumstances. And when the heart is right and the man is right, he is able or she is able to push through to accomplish great things. And God has blessed us of all the things he could give us. What did he give us? His word, his son, his word are the promises. His son is the gift and the action, the faith and the action behind it is what brings the blessings. Every single gift you need has already been provided to you. God has placed these things in the spiritual realm and it is up to us to reach up, to grab them and bring them down through our faith and our action into the physical realm. And when we do that, God promises the following. In Proverbs 18 and 16, he says, a man's gift makes room for him and brings him before great men. I'll read that again. A man's gift makes room for him and brings him before great men. I have experienced this personally. You see, when I was young, I was a young kid. I remember watching a famous football star run a touchdown and I said to my dad, you know, dad, I wanna play football. My father said to me, no, you should consider medicine because medicine is a universal gift. You can go anywhere and practice and become a doctor, but when you play football, you're limited to only the places where they play football. I said to my father, I said, well, I'll think about it. And it seemed like from that day, with that encouragement from my dad, the seed was planted in my heart. And I grew up in a rough community in an inner city. I've seen people killed. I've had friends who've gone to jail. I've seen it all. And I grew up poor, not rich. My parents didn't have means. They came here with nothing and sacrificed even more nothing so that their children could get a chance to become something. I wrote my first academic paper in pencil because I didn't have a typewriter to type it out. And my teacher encouraged me. He said, you have tremendous potential, son. You must continue to work hard and to move forward. I shouldn't have been here. I remember when I was in college, I studied. I was at the top of my class. And my advisor of four years looked at me when I told him I wanted to go to Harvard. And he said, don't even apply there. Nobody in 30 years has gotten into Harvard from our school. You're not gonna go there for medical school, apply somewhere else. 
I was dumbfounded and shocked because I'd met with him month after month for four straight years. And what I decided to do and what I did was I applied to Harvard. And I got in. And I got into every other school that I applied to. And I'm a doctor today. And this kid from the inner city who liked breakdancing, liked to hang out, who experienced all the beauties of life in this community that so many people reject and feel bad about. This child of immigrant parents who didn't have much, but who God gave a vision, this child walked and worked hard. And eventually I wrote papers and I wrote papers that have been published and book chapters that have been published. And I've spoken all over the world because you see, God said to me that my gifts would put me before great men. And maybe one of the greatest things that I saw recently was that a paper I'd written, starting from that first paper that I wrote in pencil, a paper that I had written, an individual in another country had submitted that paper as part of his defense for his PhD thesis, written by the kid from Brooklyn, who God blessed and pushed on. So let me tell you, beloved, don't ever give up on your dream. Believe in yourself, write your vision down, because God has given you the vision and the dream. And he says to you, write it down, make it plain, make it clear. So that when you write it down and it's there, it's a testimony to what he has given you. And he will work it through as you approach him with your action so that you can achieve that vision and that plan. And beloved, I say this because if I can do it, I know you can. The only difference between me and you is that I work hard for what I want and I have the goal. I'm not looking for a way to get it tomorrow. I'm looking for a way to start working towards it because I know that if I continuously work towards it, my consistency is going to get me everywhere. Let me tell you, the two most powerful things in this world are constant action and consistent action and vision and belief. If you have consistent and constant action working towards your goals, there's almost a 100% chance that you will get there. So as I'm about to leave you, beloved, I want to tell you this. No matter where you are, you can be incarcerated in that jail. You can be out on the street homeless. You could be the CEO of a major company, or you could be the person who cleans the toilets and sweeps the floors. Let me tell you, whatever you do in life, do it with purpose. Do it as unto God, because God has given you those gifts, that talent, and that ability. And if you feel that you've done too much and you'll never get it, I say cast that out and look forward in strength, realizing that if you look to God and ask him to amplify your gifts, he will. So my action item for you today, my brothers and sisters, is to write your gift down. Make it plain. It says in Habakkuk 2 and 2, the Lord replied, write down the vision and make it plain. Write your vision down and then take action. Don't wait till tomorrow. Don't say, but take action today and then know what your goals are because by knowing your goals, you can assess where you're going and see how much progress you've made. If the light is not directed, it becomes diffuse. But when the light is focused, it becomes diffuse and it becomes stronger and greater. And let me tell you one last thing, brothers and sisters. You are a light. God says it. 
You are the light of the world. A city that is set upon a hill cannot be hidden. <laughs> and listen to this. Have you noticed something about light? You can have the darkest dark, the darkest dark, but no matter how dark the dark is, it cannot extinguish the light. Once you turn on the light, it illuminates even the darkest dark. So that tells me that the light that was in you was set up by God to overcome whatever darkness you're facing. And he promises that if you get your vision, you write it down, and then you put action and consistency behind it, that your talents and your gifts will bring you before great men. And ultimately you will hear him say, well done, my good and faithful servant, in whom I'm well pleased. Father, I want to thank you for the words that you've brought. I pray that my soul and my heart, as I put them into these words, will bless the healers and touch them. And I pray by the strength of your spirit and by the power of your son, that these words will not come back without doing what you mean to accomplish, which is to encourage your body and to bless them now. We ask this in Jesus' name. Join me next time, brothers and sisters, as we will study another topic and look at life's lessons in God's Word. Amen.